Welcome to the Sound of Goshen, brought to you by the Goshen Chamber of Commerce and your community health system, Goshen Health. See what living vibrantly can mean for you. It starts with Goshen Health. Get strong, feel better, live vibrantly. Visit livevibrantly.com. This week's podcast episode, Sounds of Success. Welcome to the Sound of Goshen. I'm your host, Vince Turner, and today's episode is the Sounds of Success, brought to you in part by Everance. Ground your finances in values like care, hope, and sharing. Everance. Today, we welcome Diana Castillo of Saca Las Tacos. It's a food truck and catering company, quickly winning hearts and appetites here in Goshen. And you know, I think Diana, the first thing to do is just say congratulations. Uh, everyone knows you. that you know you. bringing a dream to what is now reality is always an awful lot of hard work. But you've been able to make it happen. Tell us about the dream initially. What made you decide? You know, I can do this. Well, to be honest with you, this was something that just pretty much I did not have in plans, but it just. It was it came at the perfect timing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was initially going to college for nursing. So if you can imagine from nursing to being in a kitchen, that is completely <laughs> different sides. Um, I did it one evening just for some family and friends. Um, these tacos were very known and are very known on West Coast, Cali. Um, I did it for some friends. They tried it out. They thought it was amazing, and they were the ones that actually pushed me to start selling it um, just for family and friends. And it was more of a supply and demand. Each weekend, I got hit with a bunch of orders, and it wasn't so much like, oh, I wanted to. No, I have to. Uh-huh. The people want it. Um, so I just went ahead and followed along, and everything f- was organically. Everything, every single opportunity that was put in my way, everything came mm-hmm. how it should be. Okay, so let's let's for, let's back up a little bit. I should tell people that the truck is located on Goshen Road. Yes. Um, tell us a, a little bit of the exact location so people can find you. Okay, you guys are more than welcome to stop by. We run Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, we are more than likely we will be located on two five zero six Elkhart Road, okay. um, where Old Premier Motors used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, you will catch us at county events and. Um, private caterings as well as we also do that company parties. Um, but most of the time we're there. And, and so, you know, tacos of course is in the name. Yes. So uh, that's the lead item, but your yes. menu is pretty wide. It is. So what hit, what we hit strong with from the very beginning was the quesavirrias, which is the fried taco mm-hmm. um, now known for the dipping taco. Um, I initially just started with one type of meat. Um, as we continued to grow, I, I started to see what were the what were the wants of our clients, and I decided to just specialize on three types of meat. That way, I could give people might just look at cooking as cooking, but I don't look at it that way. I look more of it as I need to give it my all to whatever I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So instead of doing all and having it not taste like anything, I decided to just focus on three things: um, types of meat, stick with them, stick on the seasoning. How can I improve? How can I better this? Um, that way, we give the crowd exactly what they're asking for. Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned that it's a style that w- is relatively new in Goshen. Yes, Very yes, popular yes. on the West Coast in yes. California. Tell us a little bit about the nuances. You know, it's uh, sometimes we, we 
run into stereotypes and like all Italian food is the same and all Chinese food is the same and, and, and all Mexican food is the same, but it's not. So, it's not, so tell no. us a little bit about what's different about okay. what you do. Um, I believe that what makes us different is all our presentation. Mm -hmm. um, we are very much focused on color coordination, just bringing the food come out to life. I like to view food as art because that's what it is. And just because it's going to your stomach does not mean that you don't need to pay any attention as far to as to how it looks, how it should taste. Um, what you said was very, very true. I believe that Mexican food in specific, we can say about Italian and everything else. But when you're not familiar with this cuisine, people will tend to stereotype the whole cuisine itself. Mm -hmm. But no, I believe every single plate has its little special touch. The hands that are doing that plate has to do a lot with it. Um, with us, we decided to make it a little bit more spontaneous. It's not just your tacos. We have um, birria noodles, which we paired a ramen with the broth and we threw some birria in there, onion, cilantro, cheese, and we made a dish. Um, and it's been great, as well as our loaded fries, our SLT loaded fries. Um, we spiced it up. We got your traditional American French fries, threw in some meat on there, mm -hmm. some shredded cheese, queso, and we made it a dish as well. Um, and I think that has been the greatest blessing of it all, just being able to think outside of the box, where I believe sometimes we get a little bit caught up in our thoughts as to, no, if I do this, what will people say? But I believe the true success does come behind stepping outside of your comfort zone and actually not caring what people think and just going for it and just keeping eyes on the prize and exactly what you're going for and just following through with your heart and your thoughts and emotions. I have a good friend who says people vote with their feet. And, yes. and that's exactly what's happening for you right now. People are voting for their with their feet, with their cars, whatever. <laughs> they're voting with their bellies because they're bellying up to the, the service counter for you. Have you been uh, maybe a little bit surprised at how popular things have become so quickly? Yes. So I always get shocked when I step out of my first person point of view, I guess mm -hmm. you can say. Um, it's really hard to sometimes notice your success when you're 24-7 working. Um, so sometimes I do like to step outside of the box and just see everything that we've accomplished throughout mm -hmm. these three years. And um, it does amaze me. I did not think it would go this way. Um, the clients still continue to surprise me every single weekend. Um, and I just feel like things are going exactly how they should be. And I can only think the hard work that has been put behind. People mm -hmm. might just see a small taco truck. But they don't know the hours of prepping <laughs> that, that's right behind. Well, and that's one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about because, you know, you're open on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday unless yes. you're doing a private catering yes. or visit or yes. what have you. But there's an awful lot of work to be done Monday through Thursday yes. to get ready for that weekend. Sure. Talk about those preparations. Okay, so pretty much um, – yeah, I wanted to say Monday was my only day off, but now we're running into Monday as well. <laughs> um, it takes a village to run a small business as well. You know, it can't just be a one-man one job. Um, every single person that plays a part in this is very important. Um, yeah, we start prepping. We also have like small um, cater, like lunch caterings, mm -hmm. um, but that would be based off of Casiosco. So we tend to do more of those over there. Um, and we were in the kitchen all week. We are in the kitchen all week. And if I'm not in the kitchen, um, I do have some people that are in the kitchen. But if I'm not there, I am 
running an inventory. I have to go here. I have to go there. I'm also a mom, so I have a seven-year-old. Oh, my. Yes. Um, so I have to be caught up with her practice. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a regular person as well with regular responsibilities mm-hmm. and obligations that need to be met. Well, I'd argue with you to. a little bit there. You're an exceptional person. <laughs> uh, but, but you mentioned that, you know, you're a mom. Um, you're you're trying to make the best for your seven-year-old. What kind of things do you hope that your child sees you doing as you make this happen for yourself? Going back to the original question of how does the dream come true? What do you hope that she sees as as this unfolds? Okay, well, I am a firm believer that you should lead by example mm-hmm. and not by words. And that's what I've been trying to do. Um, I try to implement her within my work that way she doesn't feel as excluded but just having her in that environment i feel like it will open up her mind then she is in a timing where she's her brain is a little sponge so anything she hears anything she sees she'll pick right up on it so just having her in this type of environment will make her not only open up her eyes and see like you know if my mom can do it i can do it as well but just that being Latina and also being a woman, you are capable mm-hmm. of doing anything. And if I was able to do something like this, your goal is to be better than me. So what better knowledge than to have that insight knowledge into, you know, what it is to running a business, what it is to, if she doesn't like cooking, that's fine. <laughs> but what it is to managing it, what it is to be a leader if you do have workers, what it is to treat people with kindness, what it is to work under pressure, what it is to just always being aware and having a solution for whenever a problem comes in between. You come across with a great deal of confidence. Where, where does that come from? Where, where, where does that, I can do this kind of thing come from? I feel like the passion that's within it. Mm-hmm. And what is there to be afraid of? Let me ask you. Uh-huh. What yeah. is there to be afraid of? There's nothing. Just no. put your head down and go for it. Exactly. Carpe diem. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There's nothing to be afraid of. You know, we're, I think our minds are our biggest power and that can limit us and that can take us far. And we do live in a society, you know, we follow trends and we're not doing what someone else is doing, then there might be a problem. But Again, if you have something that you feel in your heart and you want to go for it, you just take on that road and never give up. Good for you. I think that has to be a big point. A lot of people, it's easy to give up, but a lot of people, one obstacle comes in in their way and, oh, you know what? This is not for me. No, this is an obstacle that is meant to test you, to see what you're capable of and to break through because that reward will be right after that obstacle is faced. Um, I like to view life that way. Just because, you know, bad things will always happen. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter to anyone. No one's perfect. But I do believe it's just the type of mentality that you take upon it. And I think, and God, God there has to go. be a great thing. Ah, yes, he go. gives me that big confidence that I walk in my power and I want to make a change. Lots of blessings. Yes. Lots of blessings. Yes. And I have to tip my cap to you. Uh, this is, I think, close to 60 podcasts that I've done. You're the first person who's ever reversed it and asked me the question. Yeah. So good for you. <laughs> I want to talk about this because I think it's very important what you're doing in terms of, you said earlier about setting the example, right? You're you're young. You're a woman. Yes. You're a Latina. Yes. Um, you're in an area that, that doesn't succeed very well in terms of restaurants and food service and so on and so forth. When, when you look at all of those hills to climb, you've been climbing them. Um, how important is it for you to set that example, to be able to climb those hills and, and be able to show everybody else, hey, I can do this? 
For me, I believe that is the reason and that is why that is the purpose of this calling that I am on. Mm -hmm. I believe that if I was put into this position was for me to do that job and to let people know, you know, you can do whatever it is that you want. It starts with a thought. But once you put that on paper, you put that into action, the sky's the limit. And especially how you said we do come from a town where you don't really see that much success happening. But at the same time, if something's not going right, you need to tweak that formula a little bit, whatever business that it is that you're doing, and try it a different way. Mm -hmm. Step outside of your comfort zone and see if it, if it works, great. And if it doesn't work, well, then try again and get up. <laughs> and, you know, we're scared. As human beings, we are scared to do that. But it comes to a time where it's like, all right, if not I, then who? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and make it happen. Yes, and just make it happen. And you know, for a moment, you're going to flip it back on me and ask the question again. <laughs> no, but yeah, especially for teen, um, teenagers, young adults, people in their 20s, you know, we're so used to every single weekend, the norm is like, oh, there's a party, let's go, or let's go to the bar, you know, this is our fun. But no, um, why not start thinking about your future right mm -hmm. now that you have all the energy and all the capability of working hard? We're not going to have the same energy when we're 20 than when we are 40. And the goal is to be financially free. The goal is to have wealth, not just in money form, mm -hmm. but health form. Um, keep on filling your brain with knowledge that we are not, we weren't taught in school. Um, so I think that's a, that's a very big key. Never, never stop learning. If it's through books, if it's through a podcast, if it's through appear if it's through social media just always be aware of that there's always ways for you to pick up more information that will help you better yourself in we, whatever you're doing we would be remiss if we weren't honest about the fact that you know we're we're a changing community yes, and, and part yes. of that changing community is the growth of the hispanic population the immigration exactly. population not just hispanic but you know we have ukrainian russian exactly. well, we have this wonderful melting diverse. pot that's coming across um how much of a roadblock was that for you in order to be able to clear the hurdles to start your business. Oh, goodness. I think that was probably my hardest roadblock mm -hmm. and the biggest challenge that I have had to face. So we come from, well, I will speak for myself. Mm -hmm. I come from a family that really, to be honest with you, financial literacy. So it's not just selling, you know, it's the taxes, it's doing this, it's the paperwork. And I was put in a position where it's like, all right, you wanted to do this, now figure this out. And, you know, a lot of great people have came across my way that I am forever blessed that I have met them. It might have just been a single conversation, might have been a mentor that took me on, but they were the ones that were able to teach me navigate these murky waters, mm -hmm. um, what it is to deal with all the IRS paperwork and all of this stuff, I had no type of knowledge on this. Even going to the health department, it's a different lingo that I am not, I am not, I can read English and I can mm -hmm. understand it perfectly. But me looking at that packet, I was just like, what is this? But luckily, I am not afraid to ask. <laughs> and I asked around and I met some very great and beautiful people inside mm -hmm. and out that were able to help me with the little knowledge or all the knowledge that they had. And I was able to make it through and I would like to do that. Mm -hmm. And I would like for the community, if anything, to do that. Because I feel like from the Hispanic community, there's already that roadblock of language barrier. Mm -hmm. But the other one is how does money work? How how do we how do we use social media to our preference in order to make our business grow? How can we 
better ourselves with not paying as much taxes? Like, how can we, all of these things that no one ever taught to us, how will these people know? Someone needs to speak up for them. And I hope God continues to give me the wisdom and whatever we can do to put our little part in the community to help out, which is knocking from business to business and being like, hey, you know, you need any help with anything? Mm -hmm. Um, We will go on from there and see where it goes. Oh, that's terrific. Diana, we wish you nothing but the best as you can continue to work. We're proud to have you as part of the chamber now as a result of pitch night and and what you're doing. Uh, Blessings on you as you continue to make a difference in this community. Our thanks to Diana Castillo of Sacalos Tacos. The Sounds of Success brought to you in part by Everance and is a presentation of the Goshen Chamber of Commerce. I'm your host, Vince Turner. Thank you for joining us. Thank you.